0: Oh, I want to see the director's cut. I don't want I want to see everything that Snyder did, which is like this is the movie that they released into the theaters. If I don't like the movie that you released in the theaters, then I'm not gonna buy the director's cut and I'm not gonna watch the director's cut because that's not what you get gave me. And then I know the director's cuts gonna be like three hours long, so I'm not gonna watch it. Whatever the studio gives you in that moment in the theater is what they give you and that is what you are being judged on. point blank period. Hey guys, it's Eva and I'm here with another episode of currently binging the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome, hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also take a few extra seconds, rate, comment, all greatly appreciated. My gosh, that intro. (laughs) If you are listening to this and you listened to my original thoughts on Justice League, which was, uh you know, depending on who you're talking to, a hot mess as far as what came out in 2017, then, you know, I have some very, very, very strong opinions about a <laughs> director's cut version. I mean, first of all, it's 2021. So it's been, I want to say like three and a half-ish years since that um, original Or are we going to call it original? Whatever we want to call it. Since that movie first came out. And even since it came out. There has been discussions about this Snyder Cut that everyone wanted. Again, clearly, I had very strong opinions (laughs) about this Snyder Cut. I told you guys. I highly, highly doubted that I would watch it if it was released. But times have changed, guys. I mean, clearly. Look at the last year. So here we are. Um, I still genuinely feel the same way. Overall, I had to actually go back and listen to what I originally said about Justice League. The one that was like directed by (laughs) Joss Whedon. And because I was watching this and I had a lot, a lot of thoughts. And so I was like, let me go back and listen because I know... I like I feel like some of these things I've probably said previously. So should I even talk about this new like version or old version or whatever we want to call it? Should I talk about the Snyder version? <laughs> if I don't think really much has changed. And I went back and listened to it. And for the most part, the things that I complained about in the um in our first go-round of Justice League I did see some of those questions answered or not even they weren't even really complaints they were just like I don't know and also in going back because as I was watching this I thought I was in watching this because you know it's been some time and you guys know during this pandemic time does not exist at least for me so everything seemed so much longer ago. And so in watching this um Snyder cut, I was like, I feel like I was super harsh on this movie originally, and I'm I'm going to be even more harsh for this go-round. But I went back and listened to it and I actually was not as harsh as I thought I was. I was actually pretty kind <laughs> in listening to it. Also in listening to it, I thought I was a little bit too kind. But this version, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to come on here and just be ranting or whatever. So I had to take a step back, went back, listened to that, and I was like, okay. And it kind of level set it everything because for the most part, I thought I was going crazy watching this because I'm expecting this completely new movie because, you know, that's what the people are saying on the interwebs like, oh, it's a different movie. It's so different. It's new. This is a whole new Justice League. It's not the same. And as I was watching this four hour long movie, <laughs> so you guys know I'm about to get into that. <laughs> I was like, this still feels the same, just with more unnecessary things. So let's get into it. Zack Snyder's Justice League was released on HBO Max um, on last Thursday. So it hasn't been a full week yet since it's been out. I originally was not gonna watch it. <laughs> Cause when I saw when I heard four hours in Zack Snyder, I was like, I don't know if I can sit through four hours of this movie and going into this, I'm assuming that for the most part overall, like the overarching things and things like that are going to be the same. This reminds me, I need to do some warnings. like I don't have time to be fighting people on the internet. <laughs> But I am not a comic book expert. I just really enjoy watching these um, movies and TV shows. I love discussing them. So I'm not going to get everything right. I can count on one hand how many comic books I have read. And it's, I mean, it's, it just is what it is. Uh, a lot of my research outside of watching these things is Googling. So <laughs> I may Google and I might have information based on what I have Googled. Uh, and also I am by myself. This is a, this is a podcast with just me. So therefore I have to keep myself on track. And if you've listened for a while, then, you know, like we can go all over the place and that's just the name of the game. Um, it's supposed to be relaxed. It's supposed to be like a discussion that you're having with me in your head. So like, you can curse me out in your head if you want to, but like, as soon as I see you cursing me out, then like, that's a whole nother story. But anyway, So yeah, we can jump all over. Um, We most likely will not go in a linear line. Uh, If you want to know what I really, really think about like the DC universe and the MCU, then you can go back and listen to some of the older um, episodes where I get more into it. Long story short, I think that there's enough space for them both to exist. Like you don't have to like one and hate the other. You can enjoy Watching both of them. I think there are some hits and misses in both of them. And overall, as far as the DCEU is concerned, I've always felt from the beginning that it seems like they were rushing things. And that's just overall how I feel about it. And that's probably as deep as I'll go with that. So (laughs) let's get into this. Overall, four hours long. You guys already know, especially if you've been listening recently, that. I have been struggling with the length of things just in general and, and pre COVID a two hour plus movie was like an immediate struggle. And so, like I said, in the first justice league discussion, when you say director's cut, like I'm expecting a three hour plus movie. And that was already kind of a deterrent for me. Um, this one was four hours and two minutes long, <laughs> and I felt every single one of those four hours and two minutes. I have seen people online being like, Oh, you don't even realize it, it goes so fast. And I was just like, I don't know who you people are if you are real people, if you are not robots or bots or whatever, but any real person would have felt the length. In this movie. And I'm going to tell you why. First of all. Overall. It's the same movie. There are really not. That. Much of a difference. As far as like the main things that happened. In the first movie. At least to me. A lot of that is still in there. One of the things that I talked about. In my first discussion. Was that. A lot of it felt jumpy. It felt like there were bits that were missing. That probably could have been added to make some of the storylines make sense. One of my biggest complaints was that I didn't really feel a connection to the characters leaving the movie. It was like, yeah, I know these people. I should be excited to see them all together on the big screen, but by the end of it, especially for um Cyborg and I even think I mentioned it a little bit for The Flash, even though in listening to my original discussion, I was like, I talked so much about the the TV shows that <laughs> I'm surprised you guys didn't give me flack for that. But anyway, and so um, I think I said it also for The Flash, I was just like, I didn't really feel like if anything bad had happened to them, I probably would have been like, oh, I mean, you know, whatever, that's just part of the story. And I think the thing that aided here was that a lot of that stuff that felt like it was missing in that first go-round was added into this second go-round. So we got a lot more backstory, but in getting a lot more backstory, we got a lot of things that we didn't really need. There were a lot of, like, fill, <laughs> and this is, it's hard to be like, oh, there was a lot of filler, but there really was a lot of filler, and it's not really even... Like we say four hours, you're like, oh, I can sit. I mean, the show's Currently Binging. I can sit and watch a whole TV series in one sitting and be fine. But there's like other things that are happening. You feel like the story is moving along. Whereas in this, there are a lot of moments where I was just like watching it. And I was like, but why do we need to see this? Or why do we need to know this? And so I had a lot of moments like that. Um, we got a way lot more um cyborg story. I feel like more way more than we got in the first one. That was one of my complaints. Um, we gotta see a lot more of uh him like within his thinking mind space. I don't know if there's a real uh word for that, but we got to see him there. We gotta see a little bit more um development between his storyline his story with his father, which you know <sighs> I guess Um, with The Flash, you guys know, I talked about this a little bit in the first go around. I'm just going to call it the first go around because like this is still the same name. The only difference is Zack Snyder is before it. But um, I talked about it in the first go around where if I really had to think about it, and I was thinking about like which DC superhero is my favorite just based on like how fun and exciting and interesting not only they are as a character, but like even we put together their abilities. I was like, I would probably say it's The Flash, which is so random, but like it really would be. And that's why I think I like go so hard for wanting flash to really really work because I just think he's an exciting um character but (laughs) a lot of the things that I complained about the first go around was the same thing still a lot of slow-mo shots like overdoing the slow-mo shot so like you already had a movie the first go around that was a little less than two hours um because they I talked about in the first one but the, the studios and want the movie more than two hours and so everything was condensed and there were still a lot of slow motion um scenes in that still the same here the flash and I didn't talk about this the first go around because again I told you guys I listened to it listened to it back to see what I even said but I didn't talk about the first go around but in this it was really noticeable and really frustrating to me because The Flash is supposed to be like the fastest human being or being or what mutant or whatever we want to call him. He's supposed to be the fastest (laughs) on earth. And I don't think we saw him go fast once throughout the entire four hour movie, which is so weird to me. Every single time he was supposed to be moving fast, it was slowed down. That just took away from his powers And I don't know if I'm the only one who felt that way in watching it. But it really stood out to me. I think more so uh, this go around for some reason than did in the first go around. And maybe because it's just the movie was even longer. And so therefore there are even more scenes. But like the Flash is supposed to be fast. I want to see him be fast. And I think still it was a disservice to even the look and feel of it I don't know and I didn't even I don't even think I realized it's the first go-around but even the way that like he's moving yes yeah, like supposed to be so most of it even that seemed weird and jumbly to me and I was just like I don't know and still one of the complaints that I had from the first movie was that it just everything looked blurry <laughs> And like the fight scenes and things like that. And so I found myself like squinting, trying to figure out what was going on. Still kind of felt that way this go-around. Uh I didn't mention this, but like this was released in a four-three a aspect ratio, which is just like, you know, whatever. <laughs> Honestly. Uh I guess I mean, I didn't really notice it in watching it. Even when I when even when I first turned moving movie on, I was like, oh yeah, this isn't like the square, <laughs> the square ratio. But then I was like, it didn't, it kind of just went away as I was watching it. And I kind of forgot about it, but like, it still looked blurry. It was still way too many slow down scenes. Uh, I, and honestly, this could have all still been in there. Cause I'm not going to lie. I split this, What well, I've sp- split this into two viewings <laughs> because <sighs> let me, okay. Because I'm going to be honest, guys. That's why you guys listen to me. Because I'm going to tell you what I really, really think. (laughs) This was split into six parts. And I don't know if this was why I felt this way. But every time we got to a new part, I was like, oh my gosh. Like each part was about 30 minutes. And as we kept going and going, and then it'll be like part two, I'd be like, like, I would physically, visibly exhale. Like I just found myself getting exhausted. Um, by the time we got to like the halfway mark that I was just like, okay, I'm going to sleep. Like I'm so tired and and I didn't start this late either, which you guys, if you listen for a while, you know, sometimes I start things late at night and then I'm like, oh, I fell asleep, but no, I didn't start this late. And I was just like, I was feeling exhausted and I was like, okay. I'm going to sleep. And then I kept putting it off, putting off, putting it off the next day to finish it. But I knew I had to finish it because, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier was starting. And I just wanted to get this out of the way before I started watching that. So I wouldn't like cross contaminate, if you will. And so in the second viewing, which was I literally split it in half. So I watched the first two hours, went to sleep, came back and watched the last two hours. In the second half, I found myself angry it was so weird the first half I was just exhausted the second half I was so angry and I was just like literally talk at the screen but why do we need this we don't need this this doesn't make sense This is too long like what is going on the whole um the first go around we had a mid-credit scene that's when we uh I know I told you guys we're gonna jump around <laughs> we had a mid-credit scene that's when we saw um oh my gosh Slade Wilson and that whole mid mid credit scene in this in this in the Snyder cut was a whole part. It was a whole last part, the epilogue. It was about thirty minutes. By that time, I had I'm not gonna lie, I had semi checked out, and I was just like, like to me, this is all extra stuff that could have aided in going and flowing into another movie or something like that. And we're gonna say it, so. Yes, granted, this is a director's cut. This this is everything, not probably not everything, but this is a lot of things that got left on a cutter room floor that they probably wanted to put in. We know and this is a special case because of how um, Zack Snyder had to step away from the project, and then Joss Whedon came in. It was a bunch. It's, it's just been drama tied to this entire this entire franchise, if we want to be honest. But this entire movie for a while now, and this is kind of like to me this is how I interpret like the studio being like okay we're like gonna honor because we know you kind of had some unfortunate things come up in your life and therefore you couldn't like this was your passion project you couldn't finish it so we're gonna let you like release what you wanted to release. That's how I took it. All that said and done at the end of the day And I'm going to go back to kind of what I said in the intro, which the intro was from my first go around. I literally took that from that because I was like, oh, how ironic I said that. And I actually still ended up watching it. But at the end of the day, this is supposed to be a movie. And you guys already know, I'm a critic of like the two hour plus movies because I just feel like at some point we have to be like, it needs to be a movie and not like a limited series. Which is essentially what three hours plus of a movie turns into. Like, in the fact that we even broke it down into parts is even more so being like, this could have been broken down into like episodes or something like that. And probably would have been a little bit more digestible as I was having to digest it in one sitting. But saying all that to say... <sighs> This is why I am not an advocate for directors because it's like, oh, I love the movie making process. I love seeing the behind the scenes and all that. But what it comes down to me, and I don't care if it's a movie or a TV show or whatever, is the story. The story needs to make sense. And if you can tell a story in a concise way, I'm going to give you even more credit because it is so easy to be like, but we need this detail. But we need that detail to the point where it's like, But the story is getting lost in all of these unnecessary details that's not really adding to the overall um story that we're trying to tell or that we want people to walk away from it with so granted I complain about not feeling connected to the characters the first go-around honestly even with even more of these extra like character details that we got in this go-around I still didn't really feel that connected to the characters I mean some of the stuff that I felt like didn't make sense because it felt like we were, like, jump cutting and, like, leaving out things, some of those answers were answered, but it didn't make me feel like, oh, now I'm like, I'm a cyber, I'm a cy, I don't know why I always (laughs) struggle with this name, I'm a cyborg fan, or, like, I'm even more so rooting for a Flash standalone movie, like, I didn't feel that way walking out of this, I just felt like it was a bunch of stuff that, was, I don't know, it didn't really, it didn't really push the needle for me, if anything. Because I told you guys, I felt like I was too nice when I was listening back to my first go around. I'm like, if anything, it just made me want (laughs) to give it a worse grade, if that even makes sense. Uh, And for this, Snyder had, like, I think they gave him an extra 70 million to do this whole new cut. I don't think there were any Extra shots, I think, was everything that, like, had already been done and he had a go with it. But don't quote me on that. I honestly did not do a lot of, like, article reading research and stuff like that post-watching this. Because, like, after I watched it, I was just like, okay, now are we done? Is everyone happy? Did, we, did, did everyone get what they wanted to get? And from the consensus, I mean, I feel like on the critic side, it still, to me, seems pretty mixed. Although they did give it, it does have a higher Rotten Tomato score. Then the first go-around, currently at a 73%. I think the first go-around, at least when I initially discussed it, was like 30-something. Uh, but I don't know if it changed. Or, no, it's like 40%. So the first go-around is like 40%, 63 on IMDb. Um, Actually, what was the audience score for the first go-around? Audience score was 71% which makes sense because I told you guys for the first go around, I was, I was sitting somewhere between like a B minus C. Uh, and again, I told you guys, I felt like I was being super nice (laughs) about it. Uh, but this one, it has a 73% Rotten Tomatoes, uh, critic score and a 96% audience score. So definitely, uh, better, 8.4 8.4 on IMDb. And you know, you can take the scores and ratings however you want to take it. I just use them as like a general consensus to be like, if it's an eight point something on IMDb and audience score is like in the 80s, 90s, like at least it's consistent <laughs> across, <laughs> across um, platforms, if you will. But yeah, I don't know. I just overall in going, because this was also a movie the first go around where I said I probably wouldn't watch it again. And I have not honestly watched Justice League again since I first saw it. So in in preparation for this, I was for sure not going to go back and watch it. Because I was like, I feel like I'll be watching the same movie twice, just won't be twice as long. And in listening to what I said originally, for the most part, I honestly don't really see what of like the main core of the first movie. I just don't see what of that changed. If you take away the epilogue, which was originally the um, post-credit scene in the first one, and that's about 30 minutes, that knocks us down to about three and a half hours. So that means there's like an hour and a half of extra stuff that was included into the original story and a lot of that was more character stuff around cyborg more I was like isn't more stuff around the flash I in thinking about it I don't think so because even still I was like oh maybe we'll get more um iris this go around but like we only saw her in that beginning when He like saves her from the car crash, which I don't think that happened in the first one um, at all. But then it's like, but why put it in there if we're not going to see her again? It was just weird for it to be there and then for there to not be anything else to happen between them because they had like this weird connection. He just saved her from this car crash. They connected in some intimate way in that moment. And then we never see her again. Then to me, it doesn't need to be in the movie. Like, do you do you guys understand what I'm saying? Like, it was just stuff like that. Um, a lot of the scenes just it just felt like it was just a tad too long. A tad too long. Not even tad, more than a tad <laughs> too long. It was just too long. It was extra stuff we didn't really need. I don't for me personally, this didn't overall change my feelings over Justice League. I could have done without it, I would have been okay. Um, and I am absolutely okay if you guys do not agree with me on this i'm okay with being the minority <laughs> on this because i don't know i don't know i was just like and then it comes the questions of well what does this mean for the future i actually honestly have no clue what's going on with the dc eu I've, I've given up on trying to figure out what is happening with it to me it's not like things are being paused um, it seems like every time I hear something, there's like new people being cast for things. Uh, and I don't know if it's all connected. Apparently the Flash movie is still happening, but I also was like, but is it really still happening? Cause it wasn't Ezra Miller just like yanking some girl up in a video, not even a year ago. <laughs> Did anything happen with that? So like, there were just all these random things that have been going on around this entire franchise. And I don't think there's been real clear answers, honestly. And it's hard to be like, I don't know if they wanted to like take a step back and, and just like kind of do a mini reboot. I don't know what that would look like, but then I'm also like they have they have the tools that they need to make this succeed. I just don't understand why It just keeps falling apart or it seems like it's falling apart and i know i just talked about um wonder woman 1984 wasn't i had harsh things to say about that like how do you go from the first wonder woman to what we got in 1984 which if you want to know what i had to say about that you can go back and listen to that uh justice league first go around then snyder justice league is like well which one really counts in this universe here does the story development that we got, the character development that we got in Snyder's justly count for anything that we may see the um, these characters in in the future? And then there was a bunch of stuff that was going on because um, we all know this year has illuminated the racism that still clearly exists in America. And so Ray Fisher has been um, going through a lot, at least as far as Joss Whedon and some of the um, higher ups at is it warner brothers whatever the company is he's been going through all of that and he was supposed to be in the flash and now he's not going to be in the flash and so but then it's like but is he still a part of the dceu is he still cyborg are we going to ever see cyborg again so it's just a bunch of random things that are going on and it's just like but what does this mean for the overall thing and i don't want to compare to marvel because i tell you guys there's enough room for them them both to exist and for them both to succeed. But like, this is why I feel like they should have took a step back and like actually made a plan, laid it out, and then been like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is when we're going to do it versus trying to fast track everything. And then everything just seemed like a mess. And then we get to the point Of where we are now. We're just kind of like. (laughs) Where does the franchise go from here? Or where are we going from here? Because there doesn't seem to be a clear path. So yeah. I don't want to spend too much more time. Talking about uh, this Justice League. I feel like I didn't even get to talk about. Everything I want to talk about. But for the most part. Overall. The overarching movie to me. Is still the same. You just got more character details. And. And other details that we didn't really need. Uh, There were reviews that I saw that were like, these, this shows super, like, this is the idea. What did that article say? I was, I literally laughed out loud because it's just like, are are they being, this was before I even watched it. I was like, are they being for real right now? I just feel like people are like gaslighting or like pumping this up way more than I think that it should be. And again, I'm okay with being the minority on that, but like, what did we really get outside of more details that, what did it, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to go down a rabbit hole, but the old, the other thing, and I could have missed this because again, it was long, <laughs> Um I Did say in the first go around that I felt like they were trying to make something between, um, oh, actually, I have two more points. So I felt like they were in the first go around, they were trying to make something between, um, Wonder Woman and Batman. I didn't really feel that way this go around, which I guess is good, uh, because you guys already know how I kind of was like <laughs> over her, uh, in 1984, but then also been off like. And you guys know he hasn't, he's not my favorite person to be Batman. I don't know. He's, I just never really liked how he has portrayed Batman, but I actually did not find him irritating in this. He didn't seem as dark and, what's the word, not disappointing, like depressing. He didn't really seem that way. He actually seemed a little more light <laughs> and a little more likable, which is weird. So I'll give him that. Um, but everyone else, like Aquaman still to me came off as having like the most comedic lines as well as um, The Flash, which like he's the youngest. It makes sense for him to like have that kind of like youthful type of a vibe with all these like serious adults. So like that didn't really change. So, yeah, I don't know. It was just four hours of my life that I can't get back. And this is why I don't watch director's cuts. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Let me know what you guys thought about this um, Snyder cut. Uh, I'm sure you have way more differing opinions than I do. I will link uh, the my first go around discussion if you want to go back and listen to that for some reason. I'll link to the post on that. But yeah, let me know what you guys thought and I will talk to you guys in the next episode that's the end of the episode thanks for sticking through it to the end be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently building on instagram and at current twitter also hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcast on and i'll talk to you in the next one